welcome to a special episode of Marriage on the Rocks. Um, I am actually going to be starting a new series. Uh, I like, I think that I want to call it um, MOTR, a woman's POV, um, because I'm, I'm going to be interviewing women. And um, one thing that we really wanted to, or I really wanted to do, is to share a different perspective um, on relationships, something that me and Seth aren't able to to do, you know, like we know that there are people that have different things going on in their life and, you know, everybody's marriage is a little bit different than the others. And so um, I really just wanted to start this new series. So with all of that being said, I have my very first guest guest on the show. Um, this is Angie. Angie is a mother of two boys, um, a wife to her awesome husband, Mikey. Uh, you guys have probably heard us talk about Mikey and Angie a couple times here and there on the podcast. You've probably seen um, them having fun and partying with us um, because they are a couple of our really good friends. Um so, uh, I guess, thank you so much for being here, Angie. Of course. Thanks for having me. Yes. I'm really excited to be here. And I think that you're right. We can um, probably offer a different perspective considering that we have young children right now and that has a dynamic in relationships that really kind of can shift things. So, yes. I'm glad to be here. Yes. Yeah. Yay. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited that... Um, to be doing this and to to share a different perspective because mm -hmm. it yeah like I said it's just um, it what Seth and I do you know we always say you know good relationships don't take hard work and mm -hmm. and all of this stuff but um, there are certain things that we don't have like young children <laughs> in, in our in our marriage that can you know uh, affect that. Mm -hmm. And so one thing that I absolutely love, I mean, the very first time that Seth and I met you and Mikey, it was like, oh my gosh, it was, it was just so refreshing to meet another couple that had the same type of love for each other that Seth and I have. And, you. you know, like, cause you meet people and they're just kind of like, or at least I have met people. And they are like, oh, gosh, I can't stand my partner. You <laughs> yes, know? we and all know those couples. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and so, so nice to uh, to meet you guys. And and ever since then, it, it was just like, oh, yeah, like, these are our people. And these are, mm -hmm. you guys are the, you know, a couple that we we like to surround ourselves with because we like to surround ourselves with good quality people and so well, thank you yeah. that means a lot and we could say the same about you guys and it was instant for us too we just knew that we're the type of people that enjoy each other's company and so when we see that in other people where they genuinely enjoy their partner that's important to us so we gravitate towards those kind of people yes yes yeah. absolutely yeah so but um again like one thing that really has always stuck out to me and, and to Seth is that how you guys prioritize your relationship with being parents and, mm -hmm. um, and from, 
from the outside looking in, it it is most it most definitely looks like you guys are a couple that that you guys are number one. Mm-hmm. You as a unit, you and Mikey, mm-hmm. and then it's your children, it's the jobs, it's mm-hmm. everything else. So, how did you guys like how how did that come to be? How did how did you guys like well prioritize that? Okay, that's a loaded question. Let me go back <laughs> twenty years ago. <laughs> We've been together for twenty years, about to celebrate our eighteen your anniversary. Um, oh, here soon, huh? September, right? Uh, yeah, September. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, I would say when we first got together, it was it's kind of funny to look back on. I wasn't even sure if I wanted children, and my husband wanted five. And oh, my so gosh. we went through traditional, you know, premarital counseling. And during that whole process, and um, we really began to trust each other on a whole nother level and get to know each other because our, um, you know, we knew each other for about uh, two and a half years before we um, got married and we were friends first. So it was just a year and a half mm-hmm. when we, from the point we started dating to the point that we got married. So there was a lot of getting to know each other in a very quick time span before we decided, okay this is it. Mm-hmm. And so um, for us, premarital counseling helped with that. And it just sped things along all those necessities that you really do need to know about your partner. And so during that, um, he said, you know, I want five kids. I said, I want, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what that's on the table. And so after we discussed it, and we just um, decided, okay, well, I needed to know that I could trust him. Mm-hmm. And um, he, you know, just I wanted to also give him the desires of his heart. And and so when we established those things, we landed on two. So we um, fast forward, we had two boys. And um, for me, it was really about knowing that I could trust my partner to be there because I uh, worked in the legal field, specifically family law. And (laughs) you can imagine all of the divorces I saw, Mm -hmm. all of the young single mothers that, you know, really had a tough time. And I just didn't want to be a statistic. So for me, it was important that I really knew who my partner was, really knew that I had a teammate through the process. Mm -hmm. And that before we even got to the point of having children that um, we were on the same page, and that we were going to tackle this together because I had no blinders on no rose colored glasses, I knew going in that raising children was going to be one of the most challenging things that a person could take on. And so um, the fact that I was confident in him and in us, mm-hmm. it really was just everything that I needed, my heart needed to make that really important decision. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Like, it seems like it was very well thought out and planned out, really. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm type A in some ways. And I do that. Like I have a plaque in my bathroom that says, hold on, let me overthink this. <laughs> That's definitely me, and this definitely applies to the decision to have children anyway. But it's funny because then when you have children, and then you could do all the planning in the world, and um, granted, some of that works out well, but you've got to let that control side go. Because once you have kids, like life will just throw things at you, and all of that perfect planning is, you know, sometimes 
fruitless. So you just got to roll with the punches at that point. Yeah. 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 It kind of goes out the window. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I know like, because you said that um, you said even in the beginning how you, you know, you you guys gravitate towards, um, you know, couples that are kind of like-minded and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, of course you guys have friends outside of us and you know the people that we all surround our, each other ourselves with i guess um how how does that work out like with all of the like the parent couples that you guys are mm-hmm. you know friends with and stuff like that do you think that they are kind of on the same page do they prioritize their marriage mm-hmm. the way you guys do um i would say absolutely and i don't think that that's um something that just happens you really do have to be intentional about finding your people Mm -hmm. and um your people don't have to look cookie cutter at all because i have a whole range of friends that have very different lives but when it comes to what parts of your life fit together and what serves you and where can you you know help others i really feel like it's important that you've got some like-minded people surrounding you and we're we're blessed in that way i mean we've moved a couple times around the tulsa area and um the first neighborhood we were at was just not right for us in a couple different instances um but we were really surprised once we moved into this new neighborhood how many people were already connected and how we just kind of fit seamlessly right into that. And I don't think that that's normal. I don't think you can necessarily always uh, plan for that. And sometimes if you don't have that, my best advice is to be the person that creates that. Mm -hmm. Because it's been such a blessing for us. I mean, to have families, my kids were kind of the go-to house where kids just show up, ring the doorbell, and we let them in. But we love it that way. Like, this is what we want. We Mm -hmm. want to know our kids' friends. We want to have that relationship with them, too, and get to know their parents. And so now we're at the point where we take vacations with other families in the neighborhood, and the kids are really connected. We have an annual trip we go to with um, quite a few families, and the kids look forward to that every year. So um, I just feel like that is something that we were open to. Mm-hmm. And once it, that opportunity presented itself, we just really dove right in, just not all, even for just our benefit, but for the benefit of our kids as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, geez, that's, yeah. that is so nice. It is to, nice. To be able to find that. And I know, like, like you said, it, it probably isn't is easy for a lot of people yeah as it was for you guys just mm-hmm. kind of going into this a lot of it was just falling bass backwards into a lucky <laughs> situation you know it's a great neighborhood but mm. i i do believe generally speaking that people are good and mm-hmm. so you can find people like that in your neighborhood even if it's not already established like it was for us it was just kind of presented to us on a silver platter start a bunco group start a poker you know and then bring the families together from there you know it's just it's really about being intentional Mm -hmm. about getting yourself out there and finding your people and sometimes people aren't receptive to that but I would just say to that keep trying yeah oh Yeah. yeah I know I think that's I think that's great advice I think that how you said that um the create it yourself create it mm-hmm. yourself yeah you know if there isn't that bunko group or whatever right. like try to get something together uh-huh. and you will find good people and i mean of course like 
I don't know. I don't know who on this earth could ever not like you guys because you guys <laughs> well, are. Thank you. They are seriously like the <laughs> life of the party, and they're just so much fun. Um, of course, we love having them over, and and like a funny thing. So like, we've we've known each other for what like five years now, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um and you know of course the boys were younger whenever we first met, and so. You were really, you guys really had to find babysitters yeah, and, and everything at that point. And mm-hmm. um, now it's like, you know, the, you're testing the waters with, right. with them kind of doing things and, and staying at home on their own. Mm-hmm. But so how was that like when they were younger? Was it, um, did you guys still you know, prioritize date nights and, you know, going out and stuff like that? We did. I don't think that we had as many opportunities necessarily Mm -hmm. just because um, it was difficult for us to create them. Mikey was in college and working full time. I was working and, um, but I was working at a preschool. So I was with my kids all the time. So I was really just dug in like a tick with the whole kid scene. So um, in that season, it was a little bit more difficult to create those um, times. But we did. I would say it was probably once a month Mm -hmm. that we would get out without the kids. Mm -hmm. But that was for us crucial. It mm-hmm. was crucial. We're, we're very um, outgoing people. We love people, genuinely love people. And so um, as much as we love our babies, it was important to us to have a support system around us. And we created that. Um, thankfully, um, you know, my, my parents would watch them and uh, we would um, hire babysitters and, and whatever it took. But it was, you know, again, a thing about my kids is that um, I've got to have a support system that I can trust. And so um, that we just had, thankfully, um, our goddaughters were wonderful and watched our kids are a little bit older than ours, of course. So um, that was a resource we could tap into. And then um, my parents once a month or sometimes even more often than that, just depending on what we had going on. But um, it was crucial for us. I Mm -hmm. mean, it was really we would say so many times, this is our sanity. This is our recharge. And I know a lot of people tend to want to kind of back out and have some downtime. But for our personalities, it was really important for us to connect with other adults Mm -hmm. and to have that time away from children. And of course, we love our children. We don't need to justify, you know, that we absolutely love our children like any parent would. But we also understood that for us, it was important to be you know, with adults occasionally. Mm -hmm. And so we just made sure of that. And it really made all the difference with all of the responsibilities that people juggle when children are very young. Uh Uh-huh. So would you say that it has always been like that? Like, were you guys always, did you always make sure that it was a priority or? Yeah. I mean, I would say, you know, there's always that initial hump where you have the baby, you're physically recovering and you're for, I breastfed both my kids. So at some level, I'm like constantly attached So a night out really did take a lot of planning because mm-hmm. I'm having to breast, you know, breast pump and it just completely uh, make sure that 
once I, if I had drinks that night that I pump and dump, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's a whole thing, <laughs> you know. Good. And so getting away is really, it takes a lot of work. And so, um, but for us, it was like that just as soon as that recovery process and that initial adjustment, um, you know, was established, then it was important to us to continue to be out there with friends and not lose those important connections to us. Because a lot of times, just like, I mean, we also work out and I would say for us working out, that's something that helps us stay in a positive mindset. That's Mm -hmm. something that helps our mental health. And I would say the same thing about us making sure that we got that time with adults to unwind and to, you know, just kind of recharge that battery for us. And that was really pivotal for our mental health as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like when you guys are, when it's home, you know, home life with you, you guys and the boys, how, how does that look? Like, do you, do they have, you know, specific bedtime and then, and then, you know, it's mommy, daddy time. Do they know like Mm -hmm. specifically that, that you do, do they understand maybe they won't until they get a little older, but maybe they do. Um, that you guys are prioritizing yourselves as mommy and daddy? Well, I'm careful on how I word that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say Mikey's just not as not as uh, careful. Some of the things he said before were very blunt and kind of comical. But he's like, look, <laughs> your mom comes first. Listen, you know. <laughs> but um, for me, I don't really verbalize it. But it's in how we live our lives. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, they know that um, it's important for us to um, be a team and how we parent. And so I think that because of that, everything flows from that place. So we we do. They understand when it's our night to go out. I mean, you just be logical with kids. You know, they get it. You know, you put it into perspective that they can understand. And they, you know, mommy and daddy are going out. Mommy, I don't want you to go out tonight. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, baby, you know. You know how you have time with your friends and, you know, I let you have a sleep over the other night. You know how important that was to you? You know how it's important to you to stay connected and have some fun? Well, we're adults and we need that, too. That doesn't go away when you're an adult. So uh-huh. can you understand that? I just need some time with my friends. I'll be back. You know how much I love you. Yeah. And they, you know, they totally get that. That's just, you know, and they're not like that every time, you know, that they don't lay on a guilt trip. But every once in a while, especially when they're younger, mm-hmm. they can have those feelings. And you just say, hey, you know, this is important to us. We'll be back. You know, when you wake up, we're going to be here. We'll cook you breakfast and they're good. And I think that that's a concept for them that will take them far in life to understand that and Mm -hmm. realize when they look back on their childhood, they can see that mommy and daddy actually were, (laughs) they had fun. Mm -hmm. They loved their life. They didn't regret having us. They didn't, it wasn't some sacrificial situation where now, you know, we owe my, you know, our mom and dad so much for everything that they did. They just know they can say, you know what? I had a happy childhood. I had happy parents and there was a lot of love in the home, you know, and mm-hmm. I think it takes balance to do that, you know, and I don't think that I think we need to lay down the mom guilt and just, you know, be OK with the fact that we have needs. And when we meet those needs, it helps us be a better parent. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love all of that. That is so good. I love the, the talking to them, like, you know, like 
they they understand they Mm -hmm. totally understand and i like how you how you said you know like you give them the example of you know how you hang out with your friends like Mm -hmm. it's it's the same thing you know we don't we 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 don't grow out of that yeah 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 Uh uh-huh that's awesome that is so good i love that so and, and i think that you're right like with the it's going to to take them far (laughs) really it's you're already setting them up for success in their future relationships and and everything and and hopefully you know you're instilling just these good uh I don't know not qualities but these foundations I think it's really important foundationally speaking that you do prioritize your relationship And, um, you know, as a single mom, I wouldn't do that until I found my partner that I'm going to marry and and then, you know, incorporate that into, uh, you know, a full family with your children. But as far as um, a marriage goes, I just really feel like um, when you have that foundation between the two of you and that priority, that that just that flows in a positive way. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't think that's a negative thing. Mm-mm. I think it really actually benefits the kids when yeah. it's set up that way. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, you guys have are doing a fabulous job with with your boys and thank you they I they're mean, 13 and 11 now yeah. and so we're going into new territory oh gosh um, yeah. yeah and you know I think that we had that really great little season where you know they're out of diapers they have full control over their potty situation and they have um, more independence as far as what they're able to do they can tie their own shoes and then you go into this really golden phase of um where they're so sweet and they just love on us and they're just little cuddle buddies and it's just so great and then all the people that have those kids are slightly older than yours and they just look like deer in headlights like just wait like they've seen it you know they've seen something that we haven't seen yet and now that um my son is 13 and we're we're turning a little testosterone corner here and it's definitely interesting (laughs) And so, um, you know, we'll see how we navigate these waters. But, you know, up until this point, um, they're just, they're sweet kids. I, we're really blessed because our kids are genuinely nice kids. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're gentle spirits. They're really just sweet boys. And so um, we're hoping and praying that just continues even through the teenage years. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and, and even with that, like... It's, I know that you probably wouldn't think that it's intentional, but it really is intentional that, that they are this way because they have awesome parents that have raised them and have, have made them these, these good boys (laughs) that are just so sweet because of the parents that they have. Thank you. Well, we try and be patient with them. And I, and I do believe that your kids are just born with their personality. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And um, oh, I sure. think any personality can be a little rough around the edges, you know, if if not um, given a little bit of direction and stuff. So for um, me, I think that teammate approach um, that I was talking about earlier really comes into play there because he and I, Mikey and I both have 
um, strengths and weaknesses like any personality. And so when we're dealing with the kids, almost it's kind of funny at this point, we instinctively know, okay, tag your it. That's your realm. That's mm-hmm. your, you know what I'm saying? And so if if I know a lot of patience is going to be required in this conversation, if I know that we may have to just, you know, me and, and Gabriel might go to the other room, my 13-year-old, and just kind of hash it out. You know, he's a lot like me. He needs an explanation. You can't just say, because I said so. Mm-hmm. You've got to really break it down. you got to give him the why behind what you're doing, you know. And then he can, you know, even if it's the answer that he doesn't like, he'll be okay because at least he understands why. Mm-hmm. And so I've got the patience for that. So yeah. that's me and Gabriel thing, uh-huh. you know. And then, um, you know, with... Mikey and Justice, if Justice is going through something and, you know, oh, you can't keep that bottled up, buddy, you know, let's go ahead and and just figure out what the root is here. And that's that's a Mikey thing. And he'll go in with Justice and, you know, vice versa, you know, just depending on what the situation is. And so it's really something that um, that teammate approach is super helpful patience, patience, patience with the kids. Mm -hmm. And um, once they feel heard, um, I think that that just creates a understanding for kids to be able to learn and grow. Yeah. And hopefully that that same approach and idealism will still work as they, you know, go into their teenage years. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I know. Well, I was I was thinking like, at least as they're going into their teenage years, they're boys and not girls. Because <laughs> if they were girls, I think I would uh, I would be like, yeah, um, Angie, sorry. But I think I need to wait a, a few more years to interview you. Because, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because Let's just be... have a drink right now and then yeah. we'll meet up in a few years. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, but I don't know. It It's... It's so nice, like, I mean, you, everybody's busy. Everybody has, has stuff going on in their lives. And, and it's so neat to, to see you guys where, you know, you have busy lives, you have a husband that is on the road, you have, you know, but you guys are, you still are a team and you have that teammate approach and just, just watching you guys figure it all out or whatever or you know some of it you probably have already completely figured out but then other stuff it's like yeah you know you kind of you got to roll with it uh-huh. life throws your curves ball, curveballs and I can tell you this like just as soon as you realize oh I've got this figured out yay this we can coast here and then your kid something changes in your child just like the whole I liked potatoes yesterday I hate potatoes today (laughs) that's the same thing with their personalities so yeah you can have something really go seamlessly and really work out for you and then boom that's no longer working and you've got to pivot Uh and so it's just important that you can do that yeah oh my gosh well so another thing like I was thinking about is uh is with women a lot of women where they you know they get pregnant they they have their baby and and they I know that you are a super connected mother and like you are very motherly like (laughs) you know very very loving yeah but like was there ever a point where you where you or Mikey even felt like you couldn't turn off your mom mode or whatever 
Um, I wish that I could say I really struggled there so that I could offer some better words of wisdom. But for me, I can say that um, when I was going to have kids, I was nervous that I would not be motherly. Like when I was pregnant and, and I wasn't sure what kind of mother I would be. I think every woman who's a mother goes through that. And, um, some women just like, Oh, I always knew I wanted kids. I knew that this was the path I wanted to take. And it just, you can tell that they were just meant for that role. Mm -hmm. For me, I was, um, an animal activist. I loved animals. I fostered. I always, you know, tried to find homes I would catch and release. And, and so my heart for animals was incredibly nurturing, but I did not know if that would just naturally transfer to kids because I never really connected with kids until I had my own. Mm-hmm. Thank God it did. Yeah. <laughs> and as soon as I, you know, had my children, that role came, became very, very easy for me. Not that it's, you know, not, ch- of course it's challenging, but what I mean by that is that nurturing and that loving side of me was a very natural transition um, and for my children. And then um, I think that because Mikey is such a hands-on good daddy, he really, he's like, you mentioned the life of the party. He's like that with kids. Like every kid is drawn to him. They mm-hmm. love him. He's a, he's a big guy. He's like 6'1", six 6'2", six and he, he's like a jungle gym, you know, so all the kids are, are running up to him, climbing all over him, and they just adore him. So that was a natural transition for him too. And so... Um, you know what they say about you see your um, other half and when they're a good parent, it just makes you love them more and admire them more. And I think that's, that was true for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Just so when it came to our little family, I didn't really feel like, okay, I am this person in this category. And then I'm this person in this category. Mm -hmm. It just felt like, um, it blended, mm-hmm. you know, so I could be all those things. I wasn't just this and I wasn't just that. It was a family unit. It's really just um, a mixture of all of those. Uh-huh. And so it didn't, They. I never felt that they were competing. I just felt like this is my role in this situation and this is my role in this situation, but they both naturally kind of ebb and flow together in a family unit. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love hearing that. That's good. That's Thank really you. good. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, I know that there are a lot of women that struggle with yeah. that. So, but yeah, you definitely. I mean, and it, we're not, not to say that it's perfect. always perfect. No, no. <laughs> I was about to say, like, please don't get me wrong. Like we, you know, definitely have challenges like anybody would. That's what life is. You know, you never can, um, you know, go up to bat and just know you're going to hit it out of the park every time. But the fact is, is that when you genuinely love the people you're with, it becomes easy to do life with them. And so um, if you've chosen your partner wisely, which, you know, if you're out there and you're single, please do that. Like if, if you have to go to premarital counseling or if you have to just do some, you know, deep dive, some analyzing, like let's talk about finances. Let's talk about, you know, how many kids do you want? You know, what does family life look like to you? We had to go through all of that. And so it wasn't just like, oh, we fell, you know, bass backwards into this situation. Like a lot of it was created, you know, Mm -hmm. it was something that we really put a lot of thought into and decided, okay, this is how we're going to approach having a family. And that meant at the time I was in college 
and Mikey was on a truck delivering drywall. Very, very difficult job, by the way, especially in Oklahoma heat. So I was, I was, I knew even then that he wasn't scared of working hard. Mm -hmm. So that was important for me. And so we decided, okay, well, if we have kids, then I need to be probably a stay at home mom or be the primary caretaker. So let's go ahead and get you to finish up college. So we, we enrolled him in college and, you know, he was working full time and going to college and doing all of that. And for us, it was just setting ourselves up for success, you know, and so that we could live the life that we envisioned. And so there was a lot of, um, you know, foundation laying that we did before we ever had kids so that we could, you know, walk it out mm-hmm. the way we've been. And um, again, you can't foresee every situation, but I'm so thankful that we took the approach of analyzing our needs, where our goals were, Mm -hmm. what we needed to do to reach the goals that we weren't, you know, moving towards yet. And then we just adjusted and uh, we were together for, um, let's see, I had my first at 31. I was, we married at 27. So we were literally about five years in before um, I had my first child with him. And that that time we used to just lay that groundwork and get us prepared for mm-hmm. those goals. Yeah, wow, yeah. I know, because a lot of people just kind of rush into uh, having kids yeah. once they get married, and they don't take that time. And I think that that's very important for, for couples to take that time to to get to know each other, yeah. you know, and... Uh, and enjoy each other life before you have kids. Yes. And we certainly did that. And that was not by accident. Like we wanted that. We coveted that time. Mm-hmm. We love being together. And, you know, we have occasional guys nights or girls nights. But where we really do thrive is when we can come together with our friends and have those. And thankfully, you guys have created a lot of that for us. And so we're, we're really thankful to you and Seth for that, because it creates that atmosphere of being with like minded people who enjoy each other's company. And it's it just brings us closer together um, individually as a couple and then with our friends, you know, um, in ways that you know, if we were isolated, I really feel like we would be very different people. Yeah. You know, oh, I just yeah. feel like our our mental health just wouldn't be as strong as it is. I think that taking care of yourself, working out, <laughs> you know, eating right and um, being the best uh, that you can be for your partner. You know, what attracted you to your partner? You know, let's let's try and maintain that, you know, life. Mm-hmm. Yes, life happens and, and we do get older, but through that, I think our, our best efforts are really appreciated by our partners. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I, I'll, I'll start to, I guess, kind of wrap it up. Okay. Um, but, uh, I do, one thing that I would like to ask is, or for you to tell, you know, young couples or couples that are just having children or whatever, what is the best advice that you would give them as a young person having children? Okay. Um, don't be afraid to have those difficult conversations up front. Like if you've got something in the back of your mind that you're not quite sure, go ahead and lay it on the table, create a space for you guys to be really open and honest that communication is key. I mean, that's, I know it's cliche, but it's so true. I mean, Mm -hmm. just talk about it, go over everything. Um, before you make those lifelong decisions, because 
going back and trying to erase those decisions after you've made them is so much more difficult. So make sure that your foundation is solid, that you guys are really on the same page before you move forward. And not only with the idea of what, where you guys see your future headed, but also with the execution of that, you know, make sure that you've got a plan to create it. And um, out of that place, I think that you can prioritize, you know, kind of like a hierarchy of needs situation. If you've got that foundation established, you can make sure that you prioritize those other things like keeping your relationship solid, your sex life, you know, there mm-hmm. <laughs> actually yeah. existing through those, you know, first few years of your children's lives and everything. So um, all of those things um, are much, much easier to establish and create when you've got that foundation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Angie. <laughs> so, I'm so glad that you, that you said yes to, you know, doing this and, and ha- being a guest on my little segment. But, um, I, I do want to say, so Angie is a, she is also a business owner mm-hmm. and, um, I wanted to be able to have her, um, ha- you know, plug her, her business yeah. for, on the Thank show. Thank you yeah. for the opportunity. Okay. So, Um, My business is called Party Shots of Tulsa, and as the name suggests, we uh, service the Tulsa area and and all the suburbs. Um, Basically, we have what's called the Magic Mirror Photo Booth, and so we go to events in our area, whether that be corporate, weddings, birthdays, you name it. If you pay us, we'll go. And (laughs) basically, we set up our Magic Mirror. We have all the props that are specific to whatever your event is. We provide the backdrop, the red carpet, and it's really a cool experience because it's not just like your typical photo booth where you've got basically a camera on a stick. This is a little bit fancier than that. Um, She's pretty. She has, uh, (laughs) think of it like a a really large iPad. It's a full-length mirror and it's a touch screen. And so when you go into the booth, and you can see yourself, you can see the reflection. So you can tell if you like what you see, if you need to adjust how you're positioned. And then she talks to you, she counts down and has all these fun animations. And then at the end, you get to text yourself your uh, photo and you get a print as well. So it's a whole lot of fun. What's her name? What's her Bianca. Bianca, okay. <laughs> okay. You can say Yes, so. she does have a name, yeah. And so, um, yeah, we. it's it's fun, it's fancy when, when you get there, you realize it is quite the experience and it's a whole lot of fun. So we're happy to be a part of the community and we're really, um, we enjoy what we do. Like we said, like I said before, we love people. (laughs) And so this kind of fits right into the niche that we we really enjoy being around people and um, just, you know, having good times and Mm -hmm. and, uh, bringing the happy where we go. So that's what we do. And and so far, so good. Yeah, I know. It is like the perfect... um... Uh, business for you guys because like I said before you guys are the life of the party and who wouldn't want to I'm sure that people that hire you are like oh my gosh yeah these people are so much fun you gotta (laughs) you gotta do uh, the photo booth with them (laughs) well we've had a lot of positive feedback so yeah it's encouraging good 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 yeah well um again thank you so so much for joining me and doing this with me um As always, everybody, thank you all so much for listening or watching. 
Um, don't forget to... Oh, where can we find uh, Party Shots of Tulsa? Um, oh, yeah. Just PartyShotsOfTulsa.com. And we also have a Facebook page. Just, you know, type in Party Shots of Tulsa. You'll find us. And uh, Instagram. feel free to... Yeah. Feel yeah. free to call or email and uh, we'll get right back with you. Yeah. So, um, but don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. And listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we will talk to you next time. <laughs> Bye.